I'm Ashley McManus, Director of Marketing at Affectiva. Welcome to Affectiva Asks, a human-centric AI podcast, where each episode we will interview a thought leader doing cutting-edge work in the AI space. A little bit about us, Affectiva is the pioneer of human perception AI, software that can detect nuanced human emotions, complex cognitive states, behaviors, activities, and interactions. And Affectiva is applying this technology to advance the next generation of multimodal in-cabin sensing. Today's episode features Danny Lang, VP of AI and Machine Learning at Unity. During the interview, he talks to us a bit about his work with car companies at Unity, some of the projects and challenges he has seen OEMs and Tier 1s encounter, and his thoughts around technical hurdles to overcome around the design of autonomous vehicles. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining. With me today, I have Danny Lang, VP of AI and Machine Learning at Unity Technologies. Danny, thank you so much for making the time to speak with you today. Yeah, thank you for, for your interest and for having me. Great. So let's start with your background. Can you speak to your career trajectory and how you arrived to your role at Unity today? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an engineer. Uh, and I have worked, you know, at Microsoft and IBM and Amazon and Uber on on applying machine learning, analytics, uh, big data in in various ways. And uh, what I what, what I figured out over the years is that we we talk about a lot about machine learning and AI, but in in in, in most cases uh, these things become very uh, uh, kind of something about creating very smart algorithms that do smart things yeah and and what i a few years ago, ago sort of start thinking more about was how to how to sort of escape the boundary of uh, human data human generated data and basically really moving into simulation into creating environments where i can actually uh, simulate massive amounts of data and in that uh, effort uh, progress the field of AI, and and that's really what we're doing at, at at Unity now. Great, yeah. I was wondering if you could describe your current role at Unity and and what you're currently working on. Yeah, uh, what, what we're doing is that we're trying to to do two things really. We're trying to bring AI to to games and gameplay, but we're also trying to use games and the concept of gaming to progress AI. We have a big focus on reinforcement learning and uh, the whole theme that, that we sort of have around our development is to create a flywheel of AI that basically uh, the game interacts with humans and produces data. The AI is taking actions on that and interact with the humans in this flywheel where the system learns more and more about the user. Great. So I did want to ask, you spoke at our first Emotion AI Summit back in 2017 um, with our third annual event coming up in October. I was wondering if you could take us through um, what you spoke about then and what you thought about the event um, and would you recommend that listeners attend? Yeah, that was a very exciting event. Uh, first of all, I actually spoke about the flywheel. I spoke about how uh, uh, AI systems should uh, perceive human emotion, should take action on it, and then uh, basically uh, fine-tune uh, and understand the, the interaction between what the system is doing 
and how the person uh, reacts to it. Yeah, so creating that feedback loop, including emotions into that, not just you know what you touch or click with your mouse, or but basically your your state of mind while you interact with the system and take that into account. Yeah, uh, that was basically what I talked about. What was interesting about the event was the uh, this very cross disciplinary uh, attendance. There was uh, a lot of very, very, very different people there with very, very different backgrounds. And what I liked was to to basically sit and listen to all these many, many different aspects of uh, system building, of user interfaces, and of interaction, going from uh, psychologists speaking about this to software engineers. Awesome. And so I remember your talk, you know, you spoke a lot about gaming. Um, recently, I've noticed that, you know, back to your work at Unity with Automotive, from your website, looks like you've engaged in projects with Audi and Toyota. I was wondering if you could speak more on what kind of projects you collaborated with them on. Yeah, we're, we're collaborating with automotives uh, uh, on, on, on a wide range of projects. Um, to give you some examples, um, some of them sound even trivial and they are not at all trivial. Things like your car configurator, when you want to purchase a vehicle and you want to basically uh, pick colors and materials, uh, that's actually a really, really complex task. Uh, and a lot of it is being done manually today by taking pictures of vehicles and stitch them together. And, and, and what we are working with automotives on is essentially using uh, Unity and high-fidelity graphics to render these vehicles uh, in s- so lifelike that you can't really see that it's a synthetic uh, rendered uh, image of a car. It, it looks real, yeah. So we're doing that. We uh, visualize uh, CAD drawings so that when you basically have engineers and designers uh, uh, dream up a, a, a car in, in software, you can basically export all that software into into Unity and visualize the car in virtual reality. You can sit in a car seat to make it more real, but when you look around through your VR goggles or headset, um, you're inside the vehicle and you can get a very good impression of of, of how the, the vehicle is going to feel um, before you, you, you even build it. Yeah, So that's some of the areas. And then, of course, training of um, uh, autonomous vehicles, uh, simulations for that, that's uh, a, a big area that we're involved in as well. Yeah, great. So, yeah, I was going to ask you, so I understand um, that Unity is a development platform. So I'm curious, you know, if there's specific AI capabilities that play into specific applications or use cases for the automotive space, if any. Could you talk to that a little bit? Yeah, it's uh, obviously around uh, the challenge of self-driving vehicles, autonomous vehicles. Um, what we uh, do at Unity is to use AI to uh, create training environments. Um, you can imagine that driving a vehicle on on real streets uh, can be a problem. There are safety issues. Uh, and what you really want to do is you want to simulate uh, uh, the driving experience of that vehicle in a computer, and you want to do that at very large scale. Uh, and, and that's where both the Unity engine comes in, uh, our cloud services, and uh, the AI aspect, because now you need to generate 
interesting driving scenarios. You need to challenge the vehicle. Yeah? Um, and, and, and the whole idea is to, of course, make the vehicle uh, as capable as possible before you bring it onto the real streets. Yeah, uh, that's, that's one area. Uh, creating realistic scenarios requires AI to produce those scenarios. You cannot have uh, humans or engineers sit and, and sort of imagine the range of things that can take place on a roadway. Uh, you need to generate that at scale and you need to be very smart about it. Cool. So what, from your perspective, are the key challenges the automotive industry faces in, in terms of designing these vehicles? Yeah, so, so if we, there are many, many, many areas of, of challenges in automotive design. Uh, let, let me just take, 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 uh, take one particular challenge in mind, which is getting the, an autonomous vehicle, getting a vehicle to uh, fit into a, what I would call a social environment, uh, which is driving along with humans, humans, pedestrians, human bicyclists, and other human drivers. Uh, that is very, very much a social experience. And uh, autonomous vehicles have to be more than mechanical robots uh, keeping safe distance and all that. They need to understand uh, the interaction that goes on between the other agents on the roadway. Uh, uh, when I step into a crosswalk, I, I, I look at the vehicle approaching, I look, I look at the driver of that vehicle and, and, and see if there's a connection to see if the person sees me before I step in. Yeah? Imagine a self-driving car coming, how am I gonna interact with it? So that is a huge challenge. And I would say generally uh, unsolved at this point, uh, but something that I know that that uh, Effectivus, for instance, is also very interested in is understanding this uh, emotion in the agents uh, interacting with the system. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, and maybe you touched on this a little bit, but in in your perspective, what are some opportunities for you know shaping these vehicles of the future, and what role do you envision Unity technology playing in this? Yeah. Unity is, is, is in many ways about uh, uh, the visual component, vision, and behavior. So what, what you're able to do with Unity is that you're able to create very realistic, uh, visually attractive uh, simulations. And, and that is really where you can start uh, experimenting with a with a wide range of approaches, you can start figuring out. You can start testing how people will interact with self-driving vehicles. Uh, how can it signal its intent? And you can you can basically simulate all that without you know having to actually build the vehicle and without having to bring a vehicle out on the streets. Yeah, um, and I think that's that's one of the areas where uh, I, I I I see that 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 Unity can really uh, really uh, move the needle. Yeah, absolutely. So interesting. So what do you think some of the technical hurdles are that are most challenging to overcome to kind of get to that place? I think that that the key challenge here is 
not sure that is necessarily technological, mm-hmm. but it is this ability of a, a self-driving vehicle. It can also be a household robot. It can be all kinds of robots that, that, that uh, robots and devices that have to interact with people. Just, just, uh, uh, um, Think about uh, a, a, a nursing robot that is trying to feed a person, spoon feed a person, the whole interaction that uh, goes on between the person and the robot for it to be a successful transaction. Yeah, uh, You open your mouth indicating you want more food, you close your mouth, you shake your head indicating you're done, things like that. Take traffic examples. You have people stepping into crosswalks, people trying to cross the street, bicyclists coming down the road. Everybody's interacting with each other in, in very subtle ways. Yeah. So if you put an autonomous vehicle uh, into the roadway or a delivery robot on the sidewalk, uh, they're going to have to navigate this very uh, social uh, I would call it a mental environment of a lot of uh, humans interacting with each other and the systems. Uh, and I think that that's a big, big, big challenge. I think it's unsolved at this point. Mm-hmm. How did you see the role of OEMs and tier ones, you know, car companies transforming with so much industry change? Are you seeing any trends in your interactions or conversations with them? So, I see a lot of development. What we have seen in the past is OEMs uh, being sort of very um, traditional, very conservative. But I think that uh, that both the techn- technological development of of, of uh, simulation environments and VR and AR environments uh, that Unity have developed and uh, a lot of startups in the area uh, uh, developing various kinds of technologies for vehicles have been pushing the OEMs to be much more innovative, much more agile and much more open to these new technologies. Yeah. Uh, they want to improve as well. They want to improve uh, the effectiveness, the agility, and are looking at, uh, at, 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 at technologies like uh, the Unity uh, environment to speed up development process, to, uh, to, to do more uh, trial and error, to fail faster. Uh, you don't have to build the entire vehicle to test elements of that vehicle, yeah. Um, so we're seeing a shift where OEMs are getting much, much more open to trying these new approaches. Are there any technical innovations in mobility that you're specifically really excited about? Oh, I, I am very, very excited about uh, autonomous vehicles, but I'm also one of the, 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 the people from the beginning who basically try to make <laughs> make my surroundings understand that the timeline for this was going to be much longer yeah mm-hmm. uh, that is it is not about bu- just building a mechanical robot it's not about just having you know lidar and radar and a camera on top it's a it's, it's a much more uh, uh, complex task and um, it's 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 very exciting because I think that solving the task of building a real functional 
autonomous vehicle uh, on a, you know, on a street in Boston or San Francisco, yeah, uh, is, uh, is, is, is basically uh, requiring a lot of new innovation around understanding how people actually think. So imagine that the vehicle uh, uh, monitors every single agent around it. So the agents are pedestrians, kids on the street, uh, bicyclists, parked cars, driving cars. And it needs to basically get, just like humans do, get into the mind of all these people and, and, and make predictions about what they're going to do next. There's the aggressive driver. There's the passive driver. There's the low abiding driver. There's uh, the pedestrian walking slowly down the sidewalk. There's the kid playing with the ball that may pop into the roadway at any moment. Yeah. What the vehicle needs to do is that it needs to understand that whole environment of actors around it. Uh, and that's an unsolved problem today. That problem gets very, very close to artificial general intelligence. Yeah? It gets very close to start doing some of the things that humans are doing uh, uh, all the time. Yeah, And I think that is actually really cool. That's cool work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have any call to action for people listening today or asks you have of them? I would um, I would uh, ask our listeners to always look for what I call the feedback loop, the AI feedback loop or the flywheel. Um, if someone tells them that something is AI because a very smart software engineer sat down, wrote an algorithm, and it's doing something uh, sort of one way, something very clever, but one way, it's not really AI. AI is when there's a true interaction between the environment and the system that makes the system uh, a little better all the time. Uh, I, it's very important to to look for that, to to aim for that, because that's real AI. Uh, everything else is just really smart software engineering. Yeah? So that's why I'm I'm so fascinated by the work that Effectiva is doing, because it is about uh, capturing emotions uh, from people, doing something, and and feed feedback to people and then see how their uh, emotions change. Yeah? So you have an interaction. That interaction carries the promise of uh, creating better systems around us, systems that are more adaptive to our needs and uh, even our, our mental state. Is there anywhere you would direct them to learn more about you or what Unity is doing? Yeah, I, I go to the Unity website. Uh, we we regularly post uh, on our blog. Uh, we have uh, a, a great deal of open source software. Everything that we do in the AI team, we actually open source. So uh, if you're a software engineer, you can actually go and uh, create reinforcement learned agents uh, relatively easy. Um, and uh, follow us on, on unity3d.com and, 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 and there's a lot of interesting things going on at Unity. We are a 2,500 people company now uh, and uh, it's uh, full speed forward. Excellent. So a last question we're asking all of our guests. Um, if your car could do one thing in the future to make your life a little easier, what would it be? Yeah, um, 
it's <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, I I think I'm gonna stick with my self driving my self driving cars, and uh, the I think that that's that's really what I would like uh, my car to do for me. I would like to, uh, to to take me places without me having to worry about uh, driving myself. Um, and I also think that if you want to sort of double click a bit on that, I actually think that that having a car that uh, is able to to really in, uh, fit in and interact nicely into to the big uh, uh, messy traffic out there that w- that would be nice too yeah so can i can i ask um for the self-driving component if so if you weren't worried about you know it, it the car drive or you weren't physically driving uh, what would you be doing instead? Would you be sleeping? Would you be reading? Would you be working? I'm just curious what, uh, about, or do you just not like driving? <laughs> I would work, I can tell you. Good work. Uh, it's, an, it's an excellent time to, to work. Uh, you're not, just, you know, you're not being bothered by anyone else, or uh, it's also an excellent time to be entertained. Uh, I clearly see uh, uh, it was a very good question. It's a leading question you gave me there because what I do is that, so why don't we put Unity uh, uh, Unity into the dashboard as well? Yeah. Uh, and then it can entertain me there. Uh, we are on, 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 on phones, we are on consoles, we are on PCs and Macs. Uh, let's get into the dashboard as well and entertain me while I'm being driven around. Yeah, very interesting. I love that use case. Cool. All right. Well, that's all I have for you today. I want to thank you, Danny, for making the time to be featured on our podcast. Thank you for having me and thank you for your interest in this exciting topic. It was so great catching up with Danny, especially after hearing him first speak three years ago at our first Emotion AI Summit. I thought it was so cool how Unity's work with car companies allows designers and engineers to sit in a car through VR goggles to get an impression of how the vehicle is going to feel before you even build it, especially around autonomous vehicles of the future. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to Affectiva's human-centric AI podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts for new episodes. We are also on social media, so please reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Affectiva to share any feedback you have on the show and weigh in on the discussion using hashtag AffectivaAsks. Don't forget to rate us and comment with your feedback to help make the podcast more discoverable for others. Until next time, thanks for listening.